Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 10th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. Not to mention the fact that we stand for the peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration. We also believe the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips? And that's why we believe that we can make a difference, folks. You and I, via the checks and balances, one of the unique attributes of a constitutional republic. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you had an absolutely fantastic God Family Country Style weekend. And let's talk about Saturday's broadcast for a second, shall we? The recap starts now. Happy Mother's Day to all of you wonderful ladies out there. Mom, in their eyes, you are a superstar. That's HSLDA, the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, HSLDA.org. As a mom, you are facing unprecedented challenges. Yet you are also touching your children's life with beauty, with grace, giving them stability, as well as moments of treasure. Sam tells personal stories of the sacrifice of his own mothers. If the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world, then ladies of liberty will save the republic. No doubt about that. That was hour one, hour two. This week, Americans prayed together. That was last week, by the way, now. America's pray- Americans prayed together across the nation celebrating the 70th National Day of Prayer. Our nation is in desperate need of prayer. The Bible says the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. No doubt about that. I encourage everyone to pray and ask for God's help, not only for the current, but for our future. Forgiveness for sins, for unity for our nation. Anyway, great stuff from Matt Staver and others. Are you going to Freedom Fest, I ask? We talked about Loving Liberty Network presents Ladies Stand Your Ground presentation at freedomfest.com. Lovingliberty.net for that curriculum and more. That's coming up. We'll be talking more about that as the next several weeks and months unfold. Sons cannot visit their dying mother without a shot. What a shame. We are starting to force vaccines, folks, in the most dire of circumstances. Dying mother, sons can't even see her unless you get the cocoa shot. Look out, folks, they're starting to abuse us hard. Biden, amidst God and prayer from National Day of Prayer, those who think they can build this house without God are more foolish than the builders of Babel. No doubt about that reality check. Amen. Governor Jay Inslee of Washington. The guy's a whacked-out Democrat from the state of Washington. He's pushing churches and event venues to segregate people by vaccine status. I kid you not. 
Yeah, he's dangling the freedom carrot, promising he will double the amount of people that can meet together if you get the cocoa shot. What a disgrace. He ought to be fired on the spot, literally hauled off for criminal activity, ladies and gentlemen. How dare you violate my rights and suggest I have to take a man-made uh, experimental concoction by force? Shame on you, thug from the pit of heck. What is wrong with you? How dare you violate the agency of man in such manner? The governor of Washington State, ladies and gentlemen, just created a, quote, two-tiered or two-class system that will have the effect of telling people, you know what, where you can sit and not sit inside a church, where you can behave, what you can be admitted to. I mean, this is insanity, all based on this experimental. Yeah, on an experimental vaccine. They're going to use this experiment status. If you're willing to participate in the global conspiracy tyranny, then you get special privilege. And if you don't, you're second class. Sit not only at the back of the bus, don't even come near us. We absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, cannot allow the government to tell people where they can sit in church based on a vaccine status or any other status. Nor can we allow a two-tier system based on experimental vaccines. Folks, Satan has been trying to divide the church for centuries, folks, demand freedom from mandatory vaccine passports or contact tracing apps or any other manipulation based on this false experimental fiasco created by tyrannical thugs. Who is actually canceling our culture, you might ask? Sadly, is it we the people? I think yes, because we need to start to push back and do it now. I don't mean to be so crazy and belligerent about this, but folks, I'm telling you right now, a literal governor in the state of Washington literally telling people in church, if you get the vaccine, I'll let you have double the amount of people at church. So now you're thinking, I got to do my Christian duty and take the vaccine to let my brother go to church. What kind of an insane world is this? Dividing people, deciding where you can sit. You're at the back of the church, at the back of the bus. If you don't have the experimental vaccine, which isn't even a vaccine, folks, it is insanity. And we, the people, just sit back and go, I don't want to stick out. I'm embarrassed if I don't wear a mask and they tell me to. People will look at me funny. Folks, you better uh, get over that and get over it quick because not only will you be looked at funny later, uh, you know what? There's all kinds of uh, reality checks about the experimental vaccines to where you might be looked at funny because you're sterile now because you took the vaccine. Okay, I'm telling you right now, we the people are canceling our culture by our silence and our willingness to just run around like sheeple. Lemmings falling off a cliff for crying out loud. Demand for COVID-19. Vaccines decline as eligibility expands. Think of that reality check for a news headline, will you? In a public comment to the CDC, molecular biologist and toxicologist, Dr. I don't know how you say her name, Janzy. Chun Lindsay, she's a PhD. She called to immediately halt the COVID vaccine production. Yeah. Not only that, the distribution. So production and distribution, citing infertility, blood clotting. Not to mention concerns about, how do you say this thing? Quilagwilthopathy, whatever it is. And immune escape. Dr. Lindsay explained to the committee the scientific evidence showing that the vaccines are not safe. COVID vaccine could sterilize an entire generation, she says. 
we'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds more because that's a story that needs to be talked about in greater detail. Tucker Carlson even went off on the vaccines. Two COVID vaccine questions that no one will answer. Here's what is relevant, Tucker said. The first question, is the vaccine safe? Is the vaccine effective? Nobody will blatantly answer that because the fact is they don't know. And if they answer that, they have to admit they don't know or flat out lie. Disney World and Universal Studios at least doing something good for a change. Stopping temperature checks for guests. That's good news because we don't even know if they work, folks. We've been told the temperature checks are bogus, too. Man, we sure live in a fake, psychotic, dishonest world, don't we? All right. Lowell Nelson, Campaign for Liberty.org. Welcome back. And that's the recap. How are you, sir? I'm well. Thank you, Sam. That was a great recap. And I appreciate your mentioning uh, Dr. Uh, Jancy's word. Uh, I thought it was important to dig into that deeper this morning, so I appreciate you bringing that to the to the surface for us. Amen yeah. to that, sir. We'll do that coming up. But first, a quick note: we talked about the Republican Party in the state of Utah uh, failed, but a close vote to censure Mitt Romney for his uh, really a- abusing of Donald Trump, and really the. Um, Impeachment proceedings was based on a bunch of lies and fake news stories and everything else. Nevertheless, um, although they failed statewide to censure Mitt Romney, there are some people that took extra action. We thought this would be a great follow-up to our Friday's broadcast. Lol. That is, it is, Sam. Thank you. Uh, for uh, Yes, 116 to 97 was the vote in the uh, Weber County uh, Republican Party organizing convention. So there, you know, so a week earlier, as you said, the state delegates, by a vote of roughly 800 to 700, rejected the motion or the resolution to censure. But here in Weber County, by again, by about uh, 20 votes, they elected to censure uh, the U.S. junior senator. So Weber County GOP, um, they felt it important enough. Uh, and they were pretty angry. I mean, those delegates at the state convention were very angry at, at Romney booing him and and so forth. So it was um, the the resolution, by the way, also applauded the votes of the other five congressmen from the state of Utah: one U.S. Senator Mike Lee, and then the four representatives uh, Stewart, Curtis, Moore, and Owens for voting against the articles of impeachment. Uh, so it was a resolution packed both with, uh, you know, positive and negative, I suppose. But um, one interesting uh, tidbit was uh, that the sponsor of the resolution, whose name is Brian Gray, you know, he uh, he said, I'm not here to divide the party by censoring Mitt Romney. I'm here to make him aware of how he divided the party. <laughs> so I thought that was um, an interesting and an, an insightful comment, given the fact that everybody at the state convention that I attended last week was crying out aloud, don't divide the party by, you know, supporting this uh, censure. Well, Brian Gray got it right. He said Romney's the one who divided the party by voting for um, uh, impeachment, not us. Amen to that. And the reality censure. check is the Republican Party is being divided by the deep swamp. And the push for experimental vaccines to extreme levels, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org. As you all know, 
Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Lowell Nelson, Campaign for Liberty.org, riding shotgun on the broadcast today. Weber County Republican Party censures U.S. Senator Mitt Romney. Epic Times even picked up the story. Isn't that amazing? Lowell, final tidbit on this one. Yes, Sam. The Epic Times, I've noticed, is is always uh, picking up hard-hitting stories. Uh, I don't have another comment about the censure, but about Epic Times. I, you know, these folks are advertising the the fact that they, uh, you know, the ones who are producing and 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 in spearheading the effort of Epic Times, they say that they came from these communist countries, these dictatorships, these socialist places where the the freedom and liberty has been lost, and they're here to warn us of the danger, the impending, looming danger uh, to um, America. And, you know, I, I think that's cool. I, I think that's important for us to, to stand up and, and awaken our awful situation to listen to these guys. Sometimes the very best liberty advocates, advocates of liberty, are those who have come from, uh, you know, communist uh, Poland, from, from Hungary, from uh, Romania, Czechoslovakia, and other places around the world that have, have suffered under the iron fist of despotism. I mean, what, what do you think about Epic Times, Sam? I think we always need to be careful when it's foreign nations on one hand. On the other hand, I think they've proven their mettle over time, and so I really have respect for and appreciation for the Epic Times, and it's amazing to me that in Utah here, where <laughs> you have in Utah a local county literally, what, 40 miles from my house maybe? 
50 miles mm-hmm. tops. Okay, and, and I got to go to the Epic Times to get the news about the censure <laughs> of my own bureaucrats and politicians. What the heck's going on around here? So I got to give them tremendous credits, what I'm telling you. Yeah, absolutely agree, Sam. I'm uh, kudos to them. So I uh, I haven't seen stories yet that I have uh, felt like I needed to distrust because they were uh, spun with certain agenda. Yeah, I just haven't seen that. I yet. agree. So they don't I have trust- that. And the fact that they pick up this local mm-hmm. story and we have to get it from them as opposed to our own local news. Why isn't our own local news talking about this like they should be? It's an epic big story because they don't want to. It goes against their advertisers. Yeah. It goes against the people that funded Romney. It goes against the mainstream kind of idea that Romney's above reproach lie. I mean, it, anyway, but uh, the Epic Times, good work, and I'm glad we have the piece. And I'm really glad for the party censure because what they're saying to you is, you know what? You're dividing their party. You are literally attacking Trump. And it, the truth is that Mitt Romney owes we the people an apology. Why? Because it mm-hmm. turns out that a bunch of fake news stories were used in the trial, the impeachment of Donald Trump, uh, which means they really impeached him on a false premise uh, that the news got caught spinning. So the news fed the court proceeding equivalent, which is the impeachment in the House. Okay, that was based on lies. They said that a guy was beat up with a fire extinguisher and killed him. Lie, not true. Uh, they said several other things that turned out to be uh, not factual uh, as well. And so that really, Romney owes the people an apology uh, for that. He was misled on the information, and he went along. And he ought to be a little wiser next time. I think that's what the censure is meant to say. Shame on you. Don't do this stuff anymore. Um, you know, be careful. All right, Bill Gates, funded company. This is scary stuff, lol. Well, I'll say it truly is. Another story from the Epic Times uh, wanted to surface this morning, and it's uh, the fact that uh, this Bill Gates-funded company releases genetically modified mosquitoes in the United States. Uh, they're in, the, in Florida, in the Florida Keys. Gene- that's right, Sam. Genetically modified mosquitoes have been released for the first time as part of an experiment to combat insect-borne diseases. This is dengue fever, yellow fever, and the Zika virus, right? The UK-based biotechnology firm Oxitech, which is funded by the Gates Foundation, said it released the mosquitoes in six locations in Monroe County, Florida, part of an effort to help tackle a disease-transmitting invasive mosquito population that is responsible for virtually all mosquito-borne diseases transmitted to humans, says the company. These mosquitoes make up about 4% of the mosquito population in the Keys. (laughs) Interesting, Sam, this experiment is in collaboration with the Florida Keys Mosquito Control District. And and here's what concerns me. It was approved by the EPA, the Florida Department of Ag, the CDC, and an independent advisory board. So right there, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, holy cow, who is behind this? Who is cooperating? You know, all the evil players. And I don't like the smell of this at this point in reading the story. Over the Amen next to that, but weeks, let's look who, hold on, let's look who's left out from the people giving approval. Well, mm-hmm. well the, the story ends with the statement that residents say they were not asked for their consent in the experiment. That's who's being left out, Sam, the people who live in the Florida Keys. So in my opinion, all the people along the way that approved such a shenanigan without the people's involvement, without, um, you know, peer-reviewed studies and, 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 and transparency and all this, those people should be fired. 
Okay, this is absolutely mm-hmm. unacceptable. But you got to ask yourself some other questions about these genetically modified uh, mosquitoes. What is the intent of creating a, I don't, know, I don't know what you call it, a man-made manipulated mosquito? What 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 will yeah. be the outcome? What do they even claim the goal is, first of all? And then what might be the reality is the next question, right? Right. Well, the claim here is that they've modified the male mosquitoes the ones that don't bite, in other words. And, and so the males are expected to mate with the local female mosquitoes. And in doing so, what they do is they pass to the female a lethal gene that will ensure that, that the, the female offspring die before reaching maturity. Okay, that's the claim of the company, right? And they've done some uh, tests. Well, well, well stop for a second. Stop for a okay. second. The mm-hmm. same claim is being made in a roundabout way, which is to reduce the populations with the COVID vaccines and we the people. Similar tracks for similar agenda, maybe? Yeah. Reduce the population of mosquitoes and people? We'll talk about that Mm -hmm. coming up in a second. Stick with the mosquitoes, but don't lose that comparative, okay? So they want to kill off the mosquitoes. Why? We need mosquitoes, don't we? Aren't they part of the ecosystem? (laughs) That's kind of what I'm thinking, Sam. You know, as much as people don't like mosquito bites, uh, you know, if God placed them here on Earth, then don't they have a divine purpose, a divine role to fill? You know, these experiments, they they achieved so-called success in Malaysia, Brazil, and Panama, where mosquito populations have dropped by as much as 90% in the, in the places where they've done these, these experiments. And, and so... I, I, but but I, it just worries me, you know, that uh, over the next 12 weeks, they say fewer than 12,000 mosquitoes are expected to emerge each week for approximately 12 weeks, and untreated comparison sites will be monitored with mosquito traps. So what they're doing, Sam, is they're, they're looking at the numbers of mosquitoes, right? And what they're going to find is that these genetically, these GMOs, these genetically modified organisms, these mosquitoes, the numbers will have dropped in the sites where their GMOs were released and in comparison to the sites where they're not released, right? And so they're going to count the numbers and they'll say, ah, we have a 90% drop in the mosquito population because of these GMOs. Let's just GMO all the mosquitoes in the world and then we won't have them to deal with, you know, to bite us and to annoy us. But what is the cost, Sam? What is the cost of upsetting the cycle of life that God has placed here on earth. That's my big concern. Don't they have a divine role to play? And is it really wise to eliminate them like this, Sam? Well, I would say that it is playing God. It is absolutely not backed by science. It's backed by a political or manipulative or whatever you want to call it, population reduction, some psychotic agenda. Um, you know what? Mosquitoes play a vital role in the ecosystem. Mosquitoes have been on the planet for a long time, ladies and gentlemen. And we've we've been able to get along with them. No doubt, I know they're a pest, but we get along with them fine. At least we have. Now, I know that we are used to mosquitoes that can bite humans and spread disease and all that kind of stuff. That's all you hear. But... Mosquitoes do have their benefits, folks, and this is the problem that I have. We're playing God. Okay, mosquitoes is a are a food source. Yeah, they're a food source for other uh, 
animals, right? They're packed with protein and everything else, right? That's exactly right, Sam. And that, that's the point I want to make, too, is that you have to ask, the question, ask yourself the question, who eats mosquitoes? And you want to know? You answer your, yeah. Birds? Absolutely. Fish? Birds. Insects? <laughs> bats? Amphibians? Reptiles? And the list goes on and on. Mosquitoes also remove waste. Yeah, and, to make and compost, seen, et cetera. That's right. And we have seen it firsthand when the DDT was being sprayed in the Intermountain West, Sam. In the 1960s, people thought, well, we can't leave these bugs, let these bugs eat the trees. And so they sprayed DDT. And what happened? We had, uh, we had terrible effects and results from that, Sam. Because Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. Lowell Nelson on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Police in Colorado are reporting a gunman shot dead six people and then himself at a birthday party in Colorado Springs on Sunday. The suspect, a boyfriend of one of the female victims, drove to the residence, walked inside, and began shooting before taking his own life. A motive for the attack is not known. The victims were all adults, but a number of children were present at the time. Republican lawmakers appear poised to remove Congresswoman Liz Cheney from the third highest leadership post within the party. Republicans in the U.S. House of Representatives could vote as early as Wednesday. Horse trainer Bob Baffert, who won a record-setting 7th Kentucky Derby with Medina Spirit this month, on Sunday said the Dark Bay Colt had failed a post-race drug test. Baffert said a post-race sample provided by Medina Spirit had tested positive for 21 picograms of the anti-inflammatory drug beta-methasone. Churchill Downs officials say they'll await the conclusion of investigation before taking further steps. USA Radio News. Is a new war with China coming? It's never been this bad, and even Henry Kissinger is warning Americans. Trade, freedom, technology, and war threats against Taiwan. China is a real threat. All this week on Newsmax TV, Grant Stinchfield looks at the real danger of the Red Dragon and why Americans must be alarmed. Stinchfield shows how Trump's policies with China worked and why Biden's are failing. So tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern to see Stinchfield's series, The Dangerous Dragon. Stinchfield tells you the real truth on Newsmax, America's fourth highest rated cable news network on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system, tell them you want it. Or get Newsmax free on your smart TV. Or tune in on Roku, Amazon Fire, Pluto, Zumo, and YouTube. And millions have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphone. You can too. America is tuning into Newsmax because it's real news for real people. Hackers infiltrate a pipeline operator with ransomware, and repercussions will be affecting every American. Jeremy Scott with the Oregon USA Radio News Bureau reports. Biden administration officials are working with the operator of Colonial Pipeline, a top U.S. fuel pipeline in Georgia that serves a large part of the East Coast. The president was briefed yesterday. It's an all-hands-on-deck effort right now, and we are working closely with the company, state and local officials to you know, make sure that they get back up to normal operations as quickly as possible, and there aren't disruptions in supply. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo on CBS's Face the Nation. A ransomware attack has taken the pipeline offline. Colonial operates a network of more than 5,500 miles of pipeline from Texas to New Jersey, transporting about 2.5 million barrels per day of gasoline and other fuels that serve customers, including major U.S. airports. 
Colonial Pipeline is a subsidiary of Bengal Pipeline Company, LLC. USA Radio News. Mosquitoes, believe it or not, benefit engineering. We've been able to slow down mosquitoes and figure out how they do all kinds of things, and it's been very helpful scientifically. Mosquitoes are pollinators, no doubt about that reality check as well. Mosquitoes, believe it or not, protect the rainforest. They're medically important because they teach us all kinds of stuff about medicine. Wow. Not only that, they're a food source. Uh, folks, These, this is serious. Playing games with this is disaster. And I know we mean well, but we've tried multiple times to eliminate mosquitoes. And as uh, Lowell Nelson mentioned, the DDT, but there was even before that, uh, some experiments and efforts to get rid of mosquitoes, and it went south big time. Now we think we're going to create our own mosquito to beat God's mosquito? Good luck, Lowell. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's foolhardy, Sam, for us to think that we can uh, take out mosquitoes without interrupting the cycle of life that God put here in, in place. And, and there's, you know, just like DDT ended up killing birds. I mean, we didn't have any blue jays in the mountains of Idaho where I grew up for de- several decades. And finally, the blue jays are making a comeback. But we interrupted their life cycle, and it, it took, uh, like I say, decades for them to recover from the effects of the DDT poisoning that was sprayed in Intermountain West in the 1950s and 60s. So this, I believe, will result in, uh, in, in disaster as well because they are a food source. They do have an important, a divine role to play here on this planet, and by our contaminating them, by genetically modifying them to die, we are playing God, and it's going to, uh, to end badly, Sam. I don't even know how to respond to this, ladies and gentlemen, because here's what I find fascinating. Where are all the environmentalists when you need them, Lowell? Yeah. Good question, Sam. I mean, they're all gone, right? They're not saying a word, and I don't understand why. Wouldn't they be up in arms going, hey, mosquitoes are important, and we got to have them? Why did God create mosquitoes well, in the first place, you ask, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think that the, uh, the folks from PETA would be uh, upset. They would be up in arms protesting this. I mean, the upset to the life cycle is what they would be protesting, the economic... Uh, sensitive people, and, and I'm economically eco-sensitive uh, e- too. I think this is wrong to be upsetting the life cycle this way, but even more sinister behind all of this GMO experimentation is the thought that they, if they can do it to mosquitoes, they can do it to us, Sam. They can do it to humans, and, and I find this abhorrent, just a terrible uh, direction to be taking by the scientific community and, 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 and particularly because residents are not involved in these kinds of decisions, it's going to end very badly. And we've already seen the effects of GMO uh, on humans. And, and, and that, that's the, the essence of our next story, which you uh, broached last Saturday, last Saturday, Sam, in your broadcast. There you have it. Anyway, I find it fascinating that we believe we should be good stewards of the earth and acknowledge mosquitoes as I know they're pests and I get it. And I know a lot of people die from mosquitoes and everything else. Uh, but I also understand that God put them here and I understand they're part of the ecosystem. 
And I think we need to learn to live with God's creations. It's kind of like, why are there weeds, you know, in my nice grass or in my flower beds or in my garden or whatever else. And a lot of it's to torment man. And the goal is to teach us to be humble and to learn to live with these things that vex us in an effort to turn us into beings that are truly the children of God. Anyway, I won't go on more about that, but consider that, ladies and gentlemen. But I ask, where are all the environmentalists to help us to be good stewards of the earth? And good stewards of the earth does not include Bill Gates funding a company to create and release genetically modified mosquitoes and ask everybody and get everybody's, quote, involvement. When I say everybody, I mean bureaucrats all the way to the global level, all the way down to the local level, the bureaucrats are involved. But the people were never asked about this experiment in their backyards. That is, in my opinion, criminal. Because remember, government drives its just power from the consent of who? Not the CDC or the FDC or the CIA, any whatever, three-letter, you know. But by we the people. Remember that reality check, and they've left us out of the mix. That's their biggest sin in my view here. But I uh, submit to you that the more we tamper with the earth, the more we play God, the worse it's going to get for us. Write it down. Remember who warned you first. All right, ladies and gentlemen, prominent scientist. And this is the tie that I want to get. So they're trying to reduce the population of mosquitoes. They're also trying to reduce the population of we the people, Lowell Nelson. Prominent scientist tells CDC to halt the COVID-19 vaccine, sir. This is a prominent, yeah, this is- prominent person. To not be ignored, but they will ignore him, ignore her anyway, won't they? That's right, Sam. Molecular biologist and toxicologist Dr. Jancy Chun Lindsay, let's call her, call her Dr. Lindsay here in our in our piece here, called for the CDC to halt COVID vaccine production and distribution immediately. Uh, this is the story that you broke on Saturday, Sam. She cited three concerns. One, number one, fertility, number two, blood clotting, and number three, immune escape. Now, we're going to learn what immune escape is in a moment here, but let's talk about fertility, her first concern. But uh, Dr. Lindsay holds a doctorate in biochemistry and molecular biology from the University of Texas and has over 30 years of scientific experience, primarily in toxicology and mechanistic biology. In the mid now, now this get this, Sam. In the mid 1990s, Dr. Lindsay herself helped to develop a temporary human con- contraceptive vaccine, okay, which ended up causing unintended autoimmune ovarian destruction and sterility in animals on which it was tested. So it's not like she has an ideological objection to bioengineering, Sam, or at least didn't, you know, 30 years ago. Uh, she, she helped develop the, this gene modification, this human contraceptive. But here she is today saying to the CDC, quote, I strongly feel that all the gene therapy vaccines must be halted immediately due to safety concerns on several fronts, right, end of quote. And, and then she goes on to describe these three concerns that she has. So I find this one of the most significant aspects of this story, Sam, is that a scientist, this toxicologist, Dr. Lindsay, who 20, 30 years ago was helping to, pre, to, to uh, develop a vaccine to, for human contraception uh, and, and then realized that the, the, the amount of destruction it was causing in the, in the test animals they were testing it on, now decides, hey, we can't be doing this. 
so, so to me, basically, this is a, you, the strongest testimony you can have. Someone who was in favor of the practice 20 years ago and now is opposed to it today because of safety concerns. That is a huge uh, reason to stop the, the uh, production and distribution of these gene uh, therapy modification injections. So first, we, let's talk about fertility. And then now I realize this is going to get into some science here. We're going to start using some big words, but it's very helpful. She talks about syncetin. Now, syncetin is, uh, mixes, well, it's in all of the COVID vaccines first, okay? There's a credible, she's, she has a credible reason to believe that the COVID vaccines will cross-react with the syncetin and the reproductive proteins in sperm, ova, and placenta, leading to impaired fertility and impaired reproductive and gestational outcomes. Now, it sounds like what they're trying to do to the mosquitoes, doesn't it, Lowell? Exactly. The similarities are eerie, Sam. Um, uh, She she talks about the the work of another Dr. Gallagher, who made excellent arguments as to why you would expect this cross-reaction due to what she calls beta-sheet conformation similarities between spike proteins and syncetin-1 and syncetin-2. She says to the CDC, I have yet to see a single immunological study which disproves this cross-reaction, despite the fact that it would take, literally take the manufacturers a single day is all, just a single day for the manufacturers to, 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 uh, uh, to identify this cross-reaction and to ascertain that, that, that you know, this cross-reaction between uh, Sing Seton and the, um, um, the, the, the COVID vaccine. But you know what? It's been over a year since Gallagher made those assertions and, and that, the, that you know, where the body attacks its own Sing Seton proteins due to the similarity in spike protein. See, that's what, Sam, these vaccines do. They cause uh, they, uh, a pr- production of a spike protein. But because of the similarity between the syncetin proteins and the spike proteins created by the vaccines, we're, we're creating the situation where the body is going to attack itself, right? Well, then, then Dr. Lindsay highlights the pregnancy losses, the miscarriages reported to the VAERS uh, reporting system, right, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. She says, we have seen 100 pregnancy losses or miscarriages reported in Bayer's as of April 9th of this year, Sam. Tremendous information being shared with us right here by this Dr. Lindsay. And it's only on Liberty Roundtable Live with Lowell Nelson, campaignforliberty.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation 
and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, back with you live, Lowell Nelson, campaign for liberty.org with me. We're talking about prominent scientist tells the CDC to halt the COVID vaccine immediately. In a public comment to the CDC, she warned, Dr. Lindsay warned, hey, fertility, blood clotting, and immune escape are the three reasons you got to halt this thing immediately. It's not safe. It's not effective at all. And uh, we need to be very careful. So, you know, fertility is the biggest concern. Blood clotting is another huge concern. But we also want to talk about immune escape because people don't understand this either. But this is critical, Lowell. It is, Sam. Thank you. Uh, Immune escape is where the uh, uh, COVID virus mutates into another form that is, um, you know, creates other, other, in other words, other mutations of the COVID or the virus for which the body is not prepared, and it ends up being worse than before. And so basically you're priming the, the virus to uh, mutate and become worse than the original. And it's causing more COVID-related deaths across the population than would have occurred without the intervention. That's what so let me give you a quick, in, couple quick examples that our people are familiar with, Lowell. Using mosquitoes, for example, mm-hmm. the more we try to use chemicals to get rid of the mosquitoes, the mosquitoes just come back and refine and adapt, and pretty soon the chemicals that we use don't work. Same thing's true with antibiotics. The more we use antibiotics, people already know now, they've learned over time that, hey, you use antibiotics too often, and pretty soon uh, the bugs mutate and the superbugs come back and the antibiotics don't help. The similar reality check is happening here is the point. Those are two examples that the American people are quite familiar with, sir. Go ahead. Yes, thank you. Uh, Great examples. Now, the potential for blood blood clotting disorders, which uh, is called coagulopathy, um, and the potential for sterilization are really only part of the story. There are other potential long-term effects of these vaccines as well, such as the autoimmune disease and immune escape that we've just been talking about, whereby... The vaccines administered to immune-compromised people accelerate the mutation rate of the virus so as to render both naturally acquired and vaccine-induced antibodies no longer effective. So that's a long uh, scientific explanation of what Sam just explained in, in his two examples. <laughs> but 
which uh, are excellent examples. Now, what did the CDC do after taking this public comment? They did, they voted to resume the use of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Why? They believe the benefits outweigh the risks. And so I have to ask the question, Sam: the benefits to whom? Right? I mean, it's all. Well, and, these and you you got to kind of think about. <laughs> you got to think about first off before we say the benefits to whom. I would ask a precursor question to that, Lowell, mm-hmm. and that is this: What are the perceived benefits? Is it population control? Think about that. If her biggest point is Mm -hmm. fertility or infertility, whatever you want to say, uh, is the biggest benefit population control. In other words, are the benefits that you and I are thinking as the public, the same benefits, these people that are foisting this abuse on the rest of us, are we talking about the same benefits or when we use benefits, everybody's kind of thinking, oh, well, of course, we don't want to get COVID. We don't want people to get sick. We want people to be healthy. We're thinking of those benefits where they're thinking of a whole different list of benefits like population control. Uh, like making sure that we, the people, feel enough threat to where they can control us uh, and lock us down and and regulate our lives like no other governments have before, uh, at least in America, in modern history. Uh, Okay, so what benefits are we talking about first? Then we can decide who benefits. And I submit to you that the people that are in big pharma benefit, the people that are in government that want to control all of us benefit, the people that want population control benefit, under the guise that we're all going to benefit in ways that are common sense and logical. But that isn't the way these people think. Not only do you have that prominent scientist that that, that believes uh, this is a big concern, there's more and more and more whistleblowers and evidence coming out, but it's ignored every time by the mainstream press and by governments, for the most part, worldwide, Lol, Why? Hmm. Yeah, that's a great question, Sam. It's, uh, I think back to Bill Gates' TED Talk where he says if we're successful with these uh, vaccines, our global vaccine vaccination campaign, we will be able to reduce human population by 10 or 15 percent. Um, you know, what in the world was he making that kind of comment for? Basically, he's talking about extermination of a of a, of a huge fraction of the of God's children on this earth, and he calls that success. He 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 believes that would be a, a successful vaccination campaign or the result of a of a successful campaign. And so you have to wonder, you know, success to them is defined so very differently than what success to us would be defined. I mean, I I, I would say that success would mean that, you know, humans would be, uh, their immune system would respond appropriately and naturally to whatever virus, to whatever pathogens are out there. And, uh, you know, without the need for any intervention, to me, that would be a successful uh, immune response in in the human family. But to them, you know, they have something else in mind, Sam. They're, they're being led about by the adversary, and, they, and the adversary wants to reduce the number of people who obtain bodies on this earth. He wants to make it miserable for people. He wants us to die before we have a chance to prove our valiance to God. I mean, there's just so much going on here behind the scenes, and it's truly a concern when these, uh, these uh, vaccines are being touted as the, the, the next best thing since sliced bread, when in reality they will result in mon- untold human misery and human suffering, Sam. Uh, mark it down. You heard it here. It's going to happen. All right. Let me kind of illustrate another point for you. Remember we were told, first off, there's only a 10-day, you know, maybe 14-day lockdown to get ahead of this thing that turned into over a year. 
Then we were told if we all got the vaccines that you wouldn't need masks and all this kind of stuff. Then the vaccine people like Anthony Fauci are wearing a mask and then double, I'm sorry, that are already vaccinated wearing double masks, right? Well, now Anthony Fauci, whacked out as he is, just proposed another idea. You ready? Okay. Dr. Anthony Fauci floated the idea, the possibility just yesterday on Sunday that masks wearing may become a seasonal practice in the United States, <laughs> even long after the coronavirus pandemic has ended or has ended. What do you think of that, Lol? Wow. See, I think that's uh, just um, uh, a greater uh, suppression of the immune system. The immune system needs exercise, just like your muscular system needs exercise, Sam. And if we think, well, first of all, I think it's uh, futile to think that you can dissuade pathogens from entering your respiratory tract with a, with a cloth mask like that. But even if it did, it would mean the uh, suppression, the artificial uh, suppression of your immune system, which needs exercise. How in the world could you expect it to, to be strong if, if you keep away, keep all the pathogens away? See, we're designed... We're designed by God to, to come in contact with these pathogens and for the immune system to kick in, do its natural thing, provide a response, and then a lifelong immunity to that pathogen forevermore. And so by Amen. trying to create a barrier, we're playing God again, and it's going to end badly. We just shouldn't be Hey, Lowell, do you remember as a kid in the 70s, there was a movie that came out, or a, 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 like a... Yeah, I guess a movie. It was on TV, though. That's why I'm hesitating what it was called. I don't know if it was a movie or a documentary, but it was called Bubble Boy. Do you remember this? Bubble Boy? No, I'm sorry, I don't. And, the, and, this, and this kid lived in a bubble because he was basically um, you know, allergic to and whatever and everything. And so he lived mm-hmm. in a bubble to keep him safe and everything else, and they kept this guy alive. And Anyway, I can't remember everything about it. I have to try to look it up. It just came to mind, though. Uh, they're acting like we all need to be Bubble Boy. That we all need to live yeah. in some kind of a safe bubble or whatever. It's insanity, ladies and gentlemen. And so we got an article to finish off relating to the same topic, if you will, about they're using it to lock us all down, folks. Gary Barnett writes this piece, but it relates so beautifully uh, to the concerns we have. Lol. I like to read Gary's columns. Uh, he's a retired gentleman, lives in Montana, been, been writing about liberty, politics, and history for over two decades. He's against war, he's against aggressive war, and he's against the state. And, um, and so I like to read him, even though he, his stuff is so very, very sobering. Um, he says, in order to defeat the oppression, the corruption that exists in this world, we must prepare to fight back. What he says, Sam, just uh, just uh, summarize, basically, he says the, the number of cases, the number of deaths is going to decline right now because the big pharma wants us to think that their experimental gene therapy injections, which they call vaccines, are, are effective. Um, but you, we also need to realize that the CDC is, change, is moving the goalposts on us. They've instructed the PCR test labs to reduce the number of cycles of their PCR test way down to 27, 28 cycles instead of up, uh, you know, about the 40 cycles that they, they have been. And, of course, that's going to result in far fewer false positives. And so it's going to appear to the public as, the, as if the vaccines are being effective. Well, Bill, uh, so Gary writes that this is the calm before the storm. And he says, it is my studied opinion that these poisonous injections, falsely called vaccines, will cause extreme numbers of deaths in the near 
future. And, you know, he goes on and explains why. He doesn't talk about the scientific reasons, but if our listeners would just remember what we just discussed about Dr. Lindsay talking about the, the problems with fertility because of the attack, the body's own attack on its own, sperm, ova, and placenta, which is resulting in numerous miscarriages, and also remember her discussion of the blood clotting problems, the coagulopathy problems, and then also remember her discussion about immune escape, right? I mean, these are the problems, and then we realize that Gary is probably right. There will be more deaths in the near future. There will be more problems with with, uh, fertility, you know, more miscarriages, more blood clotting problems. Um, and, and, and so what is the solution that he suggests? He writes this. He says, in order to defeat evil, one must fully understand the enemy and how he thinks. In the case of the COVID scam and the, the ruler's uh, claimed intent, it is imperative to forget the perceived threat and to concentrate on the end game. And that's why I appreciate so much what you do here, Sam, on Liberty Roundtable. You identify the end game which is, in this case, is domination, right? It's the slavery of human mankind, uh, of humankind. And, and so the solution then becomes more obvious if you know the end game. If you know that they want to subject you entirely to, their, uh, to them, then you're going to behave differently. Uh, and, and what Gary is suggesting is that we simply need to, to be unified in our disobedience to this, COVID, you know, the COVID, to the policy response to COVID. You know, don't wear a mask, don't get the vaccine, and if if enough people are unified in their disobedience to this, that will end the threat, basically, without a shot being fired, without any physical violence being involved, uh, we can, uh, you know, stop this tsunami of tyranny coming our way, Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Gary Barnett on track. You decide. I think he is. We need to be very careful to prepare and gain strength for the coming tyranny. Each of us need to work hard to preserve liberty for us and our children. By the way, really quick, movie Bubble Boy was came out in 2001. He's been in a bubble all his life due to no immune system. That's the modern funny adaptation. But the movie that I was mentioning is called... The Boy in the Plastic Bubble, 1976 American TV movie. That's more reality, but both of those have to do with people living in a bubble because they have no immune system. That's what they're trying to act like we are. No immune systems? God gave us an immune system. Never forget it. For Lil Nelson and Sam Bushman, God save the Republic. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast from May 10th, 
in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two. And the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome. And ladies and gentlemen, we can do it using the checks and balances. We, the people, must engage in a monumental way, or we're in serious trouble indeed. Welcome to the broadcast. The doctor's in the house. Dr. Scott Bradley with me. His lifelong goal and collegiate series to match to preserve the nation. His website with that collegiate series available for you as well as a 1,000-plus videos, Q&As on the Constitution, and a whole lot more. His weekly webinars are live and real and applicable to our society and to news the networks refuse to use, and a whole lot more at freedomsrisingsun.com. That's freedomsrisingsun.com. Doctor, welcome. Hope you had a delightful weekend, sir. Well, it was a lovely spring weekend. Uh, We... I had to get a lot of uh, a lot of things done. You know, you get uh, you have to in these agricultural areas. It's uh, it's important oftentimes to to uh, kind of burn the refuge that's out there in terms of the accumulation of deadfall and all that kind of stuff. So Saturday was spent uh, kind of in the uh, the face of a a pretty big fire, but uh, it was contained, and so we did fine. So burning I mean, burning's necessary out. and fun, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> yeah, burning ditches is, is how it goes, and the boys get out there, and you got to be really careful and avoid windy days, but other than that, it's very neat. Last hour, we talked with Lowell Nelson about a variety of topics, but I want to highlight a couple of them and bring the topics forward to you and get your comment, doctor. First off, a prominent scientist tells the CDC to halt the COVID vaccine. In a public comment to the CDC, molecular biologist and toxicologist, and I don't know how to say her name, but Dr. Chun Lindsay, she's a PhD. She called for the CDC to halt the COVID vaccine production and distribution immediately. Why? She cited three concerns for this. One, fertility. Two, blood clotting. And immune escape, which we can get into a little bit more. But at the same time, Anthony Fauci said, hey, you're going to be wearing masks forever seasonally. He proposed that idea over the weekend. And it reminds me of a a couple of movies, believe it or not. The first movie is called The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. I don't know if you ever saw that. But it came out in 1976. It was an American TV movie at the time. And uh, when we got talking about this, I just kind of thought, you know what, that's what they're... Anyway, this American movie in 1976 was on TV, and it was about a real-life story about a a boy who was born without an immune system, and he had to live in a bubble and and, and have everything safe and everything else. And Anyway, then they followed it up with a 2001 film or a movie called Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy's been in a bubble all his life due to no immune system. And so the problem is with the 2001 one, it's a little bit more of a comedy and it kind of doesn't take the issue as seriously as the real life documentary kind of a movie that was in 76. Very interesting. But anyway, uh, he, you know, meets a blonde girl and she falls in love with him and all this stuff. And, uh, but anyway, they're acting like every one of us is bubble boy in an effort to steal our Liberty doctor. You know, it is interesting. Uh, I, the psyche of of Dr. Fauci uh, 
will be an interesting study for many years, I, I predict. Um, here's an 80-year-old physician that hasn't really worked with a patient probably since he got out of medical school, maybe when he did his internship. Um, he's been a apparatchik of, uh, of uh, government bureaucracy. I mean, a, an apparatchik is basically, a, 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 they used the term in the Soviet Union as a, a functionary to carry out the party's um, purposes in, in communism. And uh, so, so he's an interesting study, I, I would predict, and were I in the field of psychology, I probably would spend, I would, I would venture to guess that there'll be a lot of PhD students that will be venturing down that path uh, to kind of unravel that thing. But it is rather interesting to me. Uh, God created a system. I mean, it's the universe. <laughs> Everything is in its place, fitly formed and and uh, as directed by God. Everything everything has functionality. Uh, the founding fathers understood this. It was brought forth in the Renaissance time when they used microscopes and telescopes for the first time. They saw order. They saw purpose. They saw that in the way they created um, this land of liberty based on how God established um, how humanity should interact with each other. And so everything's a system and included in that system is us. We are part of that system. In our system, our universe if you will, that universe that we have sovereignty over, our bodies. Those bodies have a system of immunity and it all fits together and it's all designed we we deal we swim i mean that's maybe an overstatement a theatrical statement but we swim in biology every day uh bacteria and viruses and and i mean we're impinged upon but our bodies make adjustments every day they've been doing this for thousands of years this is not a new thing and it's interesting to me that suddenly with the immense wisdom, uh, you know, they talk about the understanding of the prudent and the wise that's going to fail. Uh, with these wise men that are, in my mind, uh, fools, um, that, are, that are saying, this is how we've got to adjust to this nowadays. It is absolutely astounding to me that the most draconian kinds of things that they can pull off. I mean, you know, you read uh, churches being shut down by f force of arms. I mean, you read about, uh, you know, celebrations and commemorations, birthdays, weddings, even, uh, you know, 4th of July is being threatened this year by a draconian action by a president that's unqualified to sit probably in the lowest office in the land, let alone the highest office of the land. But all of these things are happening with totally disregarding the system God has created and, and placed in order and, and it has operated for thousands of years and we continue to function, we adjust. I mean, it's like, uh, this is maybe a strange <laughs> tangent, but, um, you know, the, the, the race, the human race perpetuated itself for thousands of years. There was not a government intervention. Somehow people figured out what it would take to bring children into the world and to raise them. And now, because of uh, uh, Alfred Kenzie and these idiots that that decided we needed to have education in these kind of things, we've polluted and and uh, destroyed everything virtuous, lovely, of good report and praiseworthy in our school systems, and all sorts of perversions are being promoted, and people are confused to the nth degree. None of that really was a big, big issue 
until government got involved. And that's exactly what government's doing with our health situation. I think it's absolutely absurd to think that, uh, that we would have to wear masks forever. And it takes, in my opinion, uh, a very disturbed mind to, to foster these kinds of things, that you have to put a diaper on your face to be able to go out in public or to interact with a person. And, and by the way, you talk about these, these are not vaccines. They are not vaccines by any definition that's previously been used. They do not give immunity. They do not prevent spread. They are not FDA approved. They are simply a medical procedure that is used as an emergency use authorization. There are extreme adverse side effects. And I personally know people that have experienced these things. And it's, it's astounding to me that we are in an epidemic of happenstance and coincidence. Now they're saying, oh, no, 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 no. Those things would have happened anyway without this. But the statistics really are, and the statistics are very, very much underreported. But in the past few months that this jab, this shot, it's not a vaccine. Stop yourself if you're going to say vaccine, because it isn't. This jab has had more adverse reactions than the last 15 plus years of all the vaccines that are FDA approved that are out there have had combined. And, and so today we're being told by someone that, that for some reason is compulsively frightened, that has a, a kind of a, an OCD repulsiveness to being able to breathe fresh air. I don't know what it is. It's it's absolutely astounding. I mean, nothing makes any sense, and we continue to be bamboozled and baffled by everything. It's however, you doctor, think about the, what if they put together the coronavirus and it was man manipulated and um, strengthened and controlled in a lab and intentionally released around the world in multiple hot spots with an agenda to change the game and stop America from America first and American being sovereign and to move us all into a global uh, sphere, uh, a tyrannical global governance, if you will, then 99% of everything does make sense. Fauci's agenda to push masks all the time and to control the people and to you know, uh, have government push the narrative but not government make any mandates to not go too far but business to jump in and this cabal of deception and dishonesty have business and the media carry the ball and kind of a fascist trifecta of media, big business and government and move this forward to create a tyranny around the world and change the game uh, on the liberty stage to let Satan reign over God as we try to play God, then it all starts to make sense. When we come back, we'll drill into that a little bit more with a good doctor, Dr. Scott Bradley. FreedomsRisingSun.com on your radio. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body 
is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. So back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. They said we just need 14 days to kind of back off and, you know, shelter in place. If we did that, it would be fine. Over a year later, Anthony Fauci yesterday on Sunday literally floated the possibility that we might have to wear seasonal masks. Never mind the, ma- the fact that this guy basically told us we wouldn't need masks after vaccines and vaccines was going to save us all. Now the guy's been vaccinated and he's running around with two masks on outdoors, even against the CDC and the scientific reality. It doesn't make any sense unless you start to think they have an agenda. It's a global tyrannical agenda. It's not about disease. It's about creating us all to be bubble boy. It's creating us all to be the man in the plastic bubble. This idea that, you know what, you're ill. And even the molecular biologists are starting to speak out saying, look, these vaccines aren't safe. They're not proven. They're not effective. Even though you claim they are, they're going to create sterilization population control ladies and gentlemen on steroids but it gets worse and here it is dr bradley top scientist writer nicholas wade is now speaking out this guy wrote for the new york times um this guy not only wrote for the new york times but the journal nature for a long time now nicholas wade speaking out and here's what he says evidence points to wuhan lab Leaked political agendas of government, bureaucrats, and scientists. Wow. Government and scientists have generated thick clouds of obfuscation. Art Moore writes the article for WorldNet Daily. So not only do you got Nicholas Wade speaking out as a journalist, you also have former CDC director, Dr. Robert Redfield, declaring he is now free to express his own personal opinion that he believes the coronavirus escaped from a lab in Wuhan. Did COVID-19 escape from a Wuhan lab? I don't know. But they say there's amid calls for Republicans to say, let's investigate this thing and get to the bottom of it. 
But the problem is, is whether you believe it happened in a lab or not, whether you believe it happened in China or not, whether you want to blame the Chinese or not, in his nearly 11,000 word analysis, he acknowledged that the origin remains a mystery. It's uncertain. But here's his point. The mainstream press tells you over and over and over that it was naturally occurring that it was not in a lab. But the political agendas of governments and scientists have been exposed and have covered thick clouds of obfuscation, confusion on the matter intentionally. He basically says this divide, this political divide over the issue is serious. The common sense perception that a pandemic breaking out in Wuhan might make you believe it came from Wuhan lab. And it did, he says. The evidence points to that it did. But there's a conflict of interest by key virologists and the funding of the Wuhan lab by Anthony Fauci himself. So then Anthony backs out, it goes wrong, and he complains that Oh, this happened by the Chinese. Republicans are launching investigations into this. And so they're requesting that we get answers, but I don't have any trust in the Republicans in their research. Okay? But think about this. Under the Trump administration in mid-January, the State Department issued a fact sheet contending Wuhan lab researchers conducted experiments involving the bat coronavirus identified by the lab in January as its closest sample to SARS-CoV-2. That's the virus that causes COVID-19. So think about that. And is that a fact sheet from the government you can trust? Don't know, but that's some of the greatest evidence suggesting it came from a lab. The reason that I highlight this in such detail is because is it that they just can't agree with Trump on everything or on anything or is it that we know it came from a lab because Fauci funded it and now they're using this as a lockdown agenda if you look at this as nothing more than a manipulation of the public and intentionally getting people sick the follow-up with sterilization for population control and moving moving us into a global tyranny pretty soon all the dots connect and everything makes sense doctor you know, we and this this has multifaceted, uh, uh, you know, discussion we could have about this, but I'll just kind of push it this way a little bit. We do know that sunshine is a great disinfectant, and so we could say, oh yeah, get out in the sunshine and to breathe the fresh air and and enjoy your life, and pretty soon your health will be restored. And that's that's been a restorative kind of approach to things for as many generations as there's been humanity. But there's a, there's another aspect to this, this sunshine being a disinfectant, and that is that we need to bring the light of day to these kinds of issues. Uh, you know, you say, well, I don't know this and I don't know that, and we, we don't really because everything that is contrary to the, it's not just a narrative, it's a script. And this script has been there from the very first day. And I've, I've you know, we could go back and discuss that at great length and detail. The script that was handed to the talking heads, the uh, the media moguls, if you will, the the money bought the uh, the compliance. So we still today, even as we speak, are hearing daily oinded awful reports about the uh, coronavirus. But but the the idea 
that there should be an open, honest uh, discussion, airing, shedding the light, whatever you want to call it, upon any object was the full purpose of the First Amendment. The First Amendment had nothing whatsoever to do with uh, pornographic material and and uh, profane language and, and lewd dancing, whatever. It had nothing whatsoever to do with that. They perverted the First Amendment completely. This idea of uh, prohibiting the free exercise of religion, okay, that shuts down God and the whole society. Abridging the freedom of speech or the press. The idea of speech and the press freedom was truly there to give airing to political issues. That was the principal primary purpose. Now, we've, we've abrogated that in many, many ways with, with uh, federal election commissions and all those kinds of things with laws and regulations about what could be discussed during elections. But the, but the fact of the matter is that was the purpose of the First Amendment because, see, if you can't bring to light inconsistencies, injustices, or tyranny, how can you possibly fight it? The people won't know the sources. They won't know what, you know, is the cause of anything that's happening. And so since the very beginning of this, there has been a concerted effort to remove anything that does not go along with the narrative. And it's, again, it's not just a narrative. It's it's a absolute directed storyline that they are promoting this. So what needs to happen is an open, honest review. And and independence is very important. You point out that sometimes things get polluted by politics. Uh, that's a alliteration almost, isn't it? Anyway, you know, you look at you look at almost anything that has a political report associated with, whether it's the the Warren Commission report on the Kennedy assassination or the the 9/11 Commission report, uh, anything that happens, you know, you look at the TWA uh 800 shoot down, and uh, you, you look at the KAL 007, uh, the, all of these things are polluted by government agendas. Now, if if we would just stop and say, okay, First Amendment still applies, independent researchers. Um, you remember Steve Jones, the guy that uh, talked to these, the physicists from BYU that, uh, that yes, pointed out the... The, the towers falling down and so on in, in the Yeah, and he lost his whole career over it and got kicked out of BYU and everything else, but stuck to his guns and told the truth. Yes, sir, that guy. Okay. Anyway, we need independent minds to go in and research this. And, and this idea that if you control the narrative, you'll control the outcome is exactly what those that are trying to do with this. And, and I can't open up a news source anymore without finding some demand for somebody to be shut down or turned off, you know, whether it's the big tech organizations that are doing this or it's some, uh, you know, political organization that's saying, oh, no, 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 we've got to do We've got to look into some uh, somebody like Sam Bushman that's reporting something that's contrary to what the, the storyline is. And there's it's just constant unremitting, I think, an open honest assessment of this that is untainted by a political party or a political agenda, but simply followed everything, pulled every string right to the very end, I think we would be absolutely astounded at how buffaloed we've been on this thing. I think it, I call it the Fauci facade. It truly is a facade. It has been from the beginning. And, and what we have experienced uh, is, is simply manipulation. It's what has been done for a political agenda. Sounds like we've got to take a break. 
Yes, indeed. Liberty Roundtable Live. I am Sam Bushman. Dr. Scott Bradley with me to preserve the nation is lifelong goal. Mine as well. Freedomsrisingsun.com for more details and information to help you become part of the solution on your radio. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Texas National Guard sent to the Mexico border to shore up security instead was put on trash duty by the Biden administration. Jackson County, Texas Sheriff Andy Lauterbach slammed President Biden's actions as a complete embarrassment on Fox News. It's incomprehensible that a national security border, our border with a, with a foreign country, uh, is in the shape that it is in now. It's, it's, uh, it's a complete embarrassment and it's so preventable. The death toll in a bomb attack targeting schoolgirls in Kabul, Afghanistan on Saturday has risen to 85. Another 147 people were wounded in the attack. A car bomb was detonated in front of their school, and then two more bombs exploded when students rushed out in panic. The U.S. Navy announced Sunday it seized arms shipments of thousands of assault weapons, machine guns, and sniper rifles hidden aboard a ship in the Arabian Sea. Apparently bound for Yemen, the vessel came from Iran. USA Radio News. Hello, this is Wayne Alaroot for our newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health care for illegals. Bailout broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Alaroot Show. Call 800-831-0007. That's 800-831-0007. Or visit AssetStrategies.com. Last week's jobs report was a serious setback to the U.S. economy. Dan Araki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau has more. Many economists are looking for an explanation for April's jobs report being drastically below predictions, with only 266,000 jobs added last month. Neil Kashkari says a large factor is still the coronavirus pandemic. The president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis tells CBS's Face the Nation that he sees uncertainty as the largest cause of hesitation in the economy. It is still the virus and people's the reality of the virus and people's feeling safe about the virus that's ultimately going to drive this economic recovery. I think the, the hope is that Congress has been so aggressive in the past year and the Federal Reserve has been so aggressive in the past year that we have positioned the economy for a fast recovery, not a 10-year recovery. But there's still a great deal of uncertainty about the virus, but also about how we are all feeling and the confidence that ultimately we need to have to fully restore the economy. The next jobs report is Friday, June 4th. USA Radio News. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Dr. Scott Bradley together on your radio. Doctor, I wrote a headline that I think relates to this as we continue. I want to give you the headline and then have you respond to that in relationship to this. Uh, 
Here's the headline. The Great Reset, Climate Change, and Global Illness, a Satanic Trifecta for Tyranny. I think that's what we're up against, sir. You know, I, I think there's a lot of, awful lot of evidence about that. And, and the fact of the matter is they muddy the water at every turn with every little single stinking thing that goes on out there. And, and the message is we must fear. I mean, you've got to fear that the sun's going to go out or the, you know, it's not going to rise in the morning or, or you've got to fear that it's going to be too hot the next day or you've got to fear that your perfectly healthy next-door neighbor is going to kill your grandma by associating with you when you say hi to each other as you take the garbage out. I mean, fear and doubt is just rampant. And, and it's tragic that this once free nation where people were independent. I mean, they set off in little rickety, I mean, I don't know if you call a boat rickety, but a little wooden boat that came across the great deep to uh, to bring people. I mean, th these little boats, if you've ever been on the, the replicas of them, most people wouldn't go out on a pond on them. And they set sail to the, this land. The people came uh, to settle the great wastelands, if you will, of the West. And, and I'll call these rickety, rightfully, with hand carts and with with wagons and, and with muzzle loaders against the, you know, all of the great risks. They landed on D-Day with a, a very high probability, or Tarwa, or on, on Iwo Jima. I mean, you pick a place in the past where Americans have shrunk and held back. I mean, you think of the Lexington and Concord um, exchanges that happened on 19th of April in 1775, where a handful of Americans with muzzle-loader rifles faced 600 of the Redcoats' finest regiments, and they they took them on. And nowadays we're hiding in basements. I mean, you look at what Biden did, the whole campaign. He, I don't know if he's really in his basement, but he was someplace ducked down and hunkered down and bunkered up and didn't campaign or anything like that. And 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 it, it, to me it's like we are... We are a nation of fearful rabbits nowadays, COVID cowards. We worship at the altar of COVID. Our churches have been cowed by this. And, and the officials of the nation are basically eviscerating the manhood of this nation. And honestly, I, I see more women that seem to have more courage than many of the men today. So a lot of them are cowed also. But the fact of the matter is, this is something that comes and goes. It is life. Yes, it may be of weaponized or enhanced in its uh, capability, although I've got to say that uh, if something has a 99.79% or whatever the number is chance of, of survival, you're in pretty good chance you're going to be okay. If the virus is really that virulent and deadly, you know what? Take your chances. And, and people die every day, and I'm not saying that we ought to encourage people to die or, or make light of it, but, but it is a fact of life. It's part of God's plan. We come here to earth. We participate in a mortal existence he prepared for us on a wonderful earth that's self-renewing and everything like that, and, and then we return to his presence. How bad is that? I mean, <laughs> it, we, are, we are scared to death over something that we have just it's basically been manipulated in the Americans' minds. And, and 
I'm almost speechless, and that's a. It takes a lot to do that for me. I've always got something to say about something, but I'm absolutely astounded at how we have folded in such a short period of time, and the leaders of great churches have been abundantly cautious about everything, in light of the fact that government cannot intervene in our worship of God, and if it can for a little thing like this what's the next thing they're going to come up with? They will control and manipulate our belief system. And, and they are, by the way. They're, they're, I mean, there's things before Congress right now that takes away religious liberties, and, and not just on individuals, but on institutions. And, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of rolling pretty long. That, that stone was cut out of the mountain without hands that Daniel looked at. Well, there's stones that are cut out of the mountain without hands that are going to roll over us all if we let them. We should let the truth roll forward and not these fearful, doubting philosophies that have become the mainstream of American politics and, and media and, and research and, and churches and families. It is just abominable to me. It's absolutely abominable. So, All right, I wrote a headline for you, Dr. Bradley. So my headline, oh. well, I'll, I'll say your headline first, and then I'll say mine. How's that? All right. Dr. Bradley, the Fauci facade takes advantage of we the people who have become COVID cowards. <clears throat> Sam's headline, the Great Reset, Climate Change <clears throat> and Global Illness, a Satanic Trifecta for Tyranny. I mean, you put those two together, and that's what we're seeing, Doctor. Well, unfortunately, it truly is. And uh, I think, honestly, I, I interact with a lot of people, a lot of Americans all across the land. We, we have a lot of conversations virtually every day. And, and there's a lot of people that are just done. They're done with this. They have had it. They've seen through it. Many of them never even blinked when it first came out in March of last year. I mean, um, you, you look at... How well-oiled this effort was. In Utah, first week in March, the governor declares a state of emergency. Everybody's got to hunker down and bunker up. We hadn't even had one single solitary COVID-related death. And Now, again, that's even questionable in my mind if most of them were even truly related. But we hadn't had one so-called COVID-related death until three weeks later. And they had said, this is a state of emergency. Of course, when the president declares an emergency and the states have an emergency, floodgates open, dollars roll in, the goodie box is open, and, and you follow the money on these things. But there are people, uh, to me, when this happened, there was not even a blink. I did not feel the slightest tinge of concern about it. And, and But it's been continued for, for well over a year now, and this two weeks to flatten the curve kind of thing is, is still well underway. And, but while there are many that have been sucked into this, and, and I don't know what the number is. I don't know if it's 80% or if it's 70% or 90% or 40%. I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of Americans today that are COVID cowards. And a lot of the leadership and institutions are COVID cowards. But there are people that I talk to all over this country that are done with it. They're saying, nope, we're, we've had enough. Life's going on. We played the game for a while. 
but no more. And and I fear that that they're going to kind of unfold another uh, dramatic event, and it may be related to the jab, to the shot. There may be shedding and and uh, spreading and all that kind of stuff associated with that. We do know that traditional vaccines do have a, a, a kind of an element of what they call shedding, where where those that have been vaccinated do give off something of the the thing that they're attempting to control with it. And, and I don't know how dramatic it will be with this mRNA jab that's got fetal, uh, uh, aborted fetal tissue in it that, that's unproven. I mean, I don't know where all that's going to happen, but if it's not well, I'll give you an opinion. I'll give you an opinion on where it's going to happen. I don't believe it's going to be so disastrous that in your face society is going to melt down and we're going to be able to point straight to the COVID jab. Uh, as the cause. They know better than that. They're careful. They've researched this for a long time. This leak and the quote fix has been planned. Uh, go read or check out Plandemic for kind of an idea on some of this. Okay, they know full well what they're doing. And, and scientifically, they're they're running off a cliff because they're trying to play God. That's no doubt. But they do understand what they're doing. And so what they'll be able to do, in my opinion, is give everybody the jab temporarily. It'll sound like things are... Um, and feel like things are better, that the numbers will go down because what they're doing is they're manipulating the cycles in the test. Most tests Absolutely. had, yeah. uh, you know, 37 to 41 cycles. Fauci even told you if it's above 35 cycles, then, hey, the test could be all bogus. Now they're reducing the number of cycles down to like 28 or 30 so that, you know what, hardly anybody uh, is positive anymore. Um, then the vaccines will take their toll over time. But you'll be able to say the corona killed people, not really the vaccines. Um, et cetera, et cetera. You'll then say, oh, these elderly people had more, you know, uh, these comorbidities and all this kind of stuff. They'll come back and say, you know what? Now it was pneumonia that killed somebody. Now it was, you know, lung disease that killed somebody. It was this, it was that. It was, and they'll just divide it up. And eventually, oh, you know what? All the women that can't have babies and everything, it has nothing to do with the COVID. Um, you know what? First off, women aren't wanting to have babies anymore. And secondly, um, you know, hey, spontaneous abortions. They don't even need to have the abortion clinics crank up anymore. And, and, and eventually they'll just be able to explain it all away because the American people's memories are too short and they won't even know. And so it will never get the cause and effect blame that some say that it will, even though it's factual in reality. Quick pause. Dr. Bradley with me on your radio. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205 672 2000. 
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley with us. Wow, it's a sinister agenda, sinister plan, to say the least, folks. And we, the people, sadly are falling for it. You know, how do you uh, deal with this? Um, because the more we talk about these things, the more they just say, oh, Sam and Dr. Bradley, they're just conspiracy nuts or whatever. None of this is true. How do you know? But I predict that the COVID vaccine won't get the direct blame for it. The memory of the people is too short. Uh, the manipulation of the media in bed with government uh, and so-called we trust in experts like they're gods or something to the point where they'll find 96 reasons why all these problems are happening, but none of them will be directly related to the vaccine. They'll admit maybe a tiny sliver has problems, but don't worry. Um, in the reality, the um, well, it's why they turn the vaccine back on. The rewards outweigh the risk for sure kind of thing. But it'll be sliced up and diced in 66,000 ways to where you won't really be able to give the vaccine the blame. Even though in the real history of things, Dr. Bradley, that will be the case. But they'll be able to explain it off and deceive the people. I have no doubt that the people won't get wise to this reality. Your thoughts? No, there's absolutely uh, evidence that, that you're, probably your assessment is correct. And, and let's just look at the, the total, 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 total death toll for all causes in the United States in the last several years. The, that death toll has not increased this year. Uh, but, but here's some of the things that are interesting. Uh, the, the death toll from things like seasonal flu, non-existent, poof, gone. It's not there. And, and the people are, are saying, oh, man, here, you know, when you bring this up, they say, well, see, wearing masks works. Really? Are you kidding me? So they, they have this little uh, side comment about everything. Uh, I, I, a family friend, I, I just a personal example here. Um, uh, an individual died. He was 56 years old. He died one month to the day after taking the COVID jab. And uh, he died of... of uh, uh, blood clots in his lungs. His wife, absolutely, unequivocally, totally, and without any blink of an eye, says, "Oh no, it's absolutely not related to the uh, to the uh, jab. It, it was just just he he gets he got sick and you know stuff like that happens. It, it's just happenstance. It's coincidence. And this is uh, you know <laughs> something that we have personal family knowledge of." because of the relationships that have been there. But here's a 56-year-old man that dies of blood clots in his lungs one month after taking the, the COVID jab, and, and his wife is death on the idea that it could possibly be related to the jab. 
And so, yeah, you're right. There's, there's a lot of evidence that that will be the case, but there are some of us, I pray a lot of us at some point, will start to say, wait, wait, wait. You know, the, the, the guys really haven't been straight with us. And, and if you'll do the research, you'll find that the, the total death toll in a year has varied almost, I mean, it's been kind of a flatline kind of thing. It's kind of a bad thing to say about a death toll. I mean, you know, flatlining the heart rate. And all. Anyway, it's, it's, the statistics are, are almost, uh, you know, statistically irrelevant, any differences that are in there from year to year to year. And that's the way it was this year. Well, at the end of 2020, you know, and, and everything, oh, ain't it awful. We're stacking them on the street corners. We're coming by with front end loaders and loading them into the back of dump trucks. And we're having to burn them in the, in the you know, landfills because the, the, the uh, morgues are just full. It's astonishing to me. And, and I, I spent a lot of time, not a lot, but I spent some time during the height of this going around to different hospitals to see what kind of, uh, you know, activity was involved there. Parking lots were empty. The parking lots were empty. And and we're talking about overflowing. Oh, my goodness. And this is where they simply cannot tell the truth. That's the problem. And you see it in everything they do pointing to this agenda, right? There's no question. It is truly an agenda, and and it's nefarious to the core. It does not have mankind's, you know, humanity's benefit in mind. There's none of that there. I mean, people in the CDC can take royalties off of vaccines that are created or medicines or something like that. I mean, it's it's law. They can do that. And and when they, you know, early in this whole panic-demic thing that happened, there was a lot of discussion about uh, research that was begun uh, here in the States with government money and was offshored over to China when things came to light about how money was being spent for this uh, gain of uh, function. See, see, what are they doing? They're creating, they, they take a, a virus, let's say, and they work on it to see if they can gain function. That means they make it more deadly, more virulent, so it spreads easier so that it can be. What, what are we spending money on that for? Gain of function is an absolute absurd thing to do. But they were spending money on it. Then they shipped it overseas to China to continue the research. It's U.S. government dollars. And, and people that are in high places are behind all of this. And so we say, holy cow, wow. this, this is not for the good of mankind. I mean, and you get guys like uh, Bill Gates and, well, well, all of these eugenicists that are saying, well, we've got to thin the herd. You know, we've got to make sure there's fewer people on the earth so that there's fewer useless eaters and all this kind of stuff. And we can do it by vaccine. And, and then when people like me, I I don't have a medical doctor degree. I'm I'm just kind of a regular common guy that that likes to read and does research and stuff like that. But when guys like me say mm, there's some questions here, they say, "Oh, he's not a doctor. What do you what do you listen to a guy that's not a doctor? I mean, what's wrong with you?" Well, let me ask you something. Is Bill Gates a doctor? He couldn't even keep viruses out of his software for crying out loud. And uh and, and he's got a lot of skin in the game for investments that he's put into these things. So you tell me why follow the money makes more sense than somebody that's just got an honest desire to find the truth, you know? 
seek truth and pursue it steadily, as George Washington said. And and so it, it's th- this is universal insanity, and I think it's been enhanced by oxygen deprivation that's happened for the past year by everybody that's been, uh, you know, including the oxygen flow into their lungs and rebreathing their bodily waste through their face diapers. I mean, somehow that's got to have affected Americans' ability to think. But with the constant drum of media, the constant drum of the political process, the constant drum of religious leaders that are seeking to to convince us that we need to take the jab, when really God gave us, I mean, he gave us the system and our own immune system. He gave us herbs. He gave us faith. He gave us priesthood power. He gave us the privilege of having natural immunity build as we associate with each other. This is the way it's always been. And and we are running scared constantly now. We should thank God for all the gifts he's given us. And now people are thanking him for the vaccine that's been given us by people that that have nothing but their financial motivation in place. And and we say, oh, yeah, God gave it to us. No, no, no. If you if you rejected everything else that God gave you and, and you've accepted this, I think you've accepted that, that, that uh, serpent instead of, you know, a fish or a stone instead of a loaf of bread. I mean, he offers us things of nutritional value. I mean, I mean, intellectually, morally, spiritually, all that. Nutritional value in those manners. But we've accepted a serpent instead of a fish. We've accepted a stone instead of a loaf of bread. When we accept this from those that do not have our best interests at heart and are seeking for the largest profit margin they can get. And, and so we've turned our backs on God and are worshiping a false a false god, and I, I say people that worship at the COVID altar are are spending time on on something that will ultimately collapse on them, sadly, because we've we've forgotten the true God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's a travesty. Where do we go from here, Doctor? Well, I think we've got to do everything to turn our hearts back to God. I mean, people have got to say, look, we. Our trust. I know we come to this on your program an awful lot, and yeah, and every honestly, time on purpose because it's the only solution, yeah. folks. That's why. And if you don't believe us, you can just do what you think is the real solution. But I'm telling you, the only solution is a return to God. And even if we have other details to our solution, let's be very clear. Even if you have a lot of other things that can help, they're downstream from the core solution. And if we don't get the core solution right, even your downstream solutions, they might slow the. Uh, the uh, you know catapult towards tyranny and communism, uh, they might slow it down, but they'll never change direction. The only way to change direction is to turn to God, repent. There's no other way, doctor. Well, the God of this land, and I'm firmly, absolutely convinced of this. I believe it's an eternal truth. The God of this land is Jesus Christ, and if if we the people have turned our back on that God of this land, even Jesus Christ. There's plenty of other gods that are trying to to get our attention. Look over here, look over here. I mean, whether it's we don't call him Moloch anymore. I mean, you know, any of these these uh, pagan gods, so-called, but we still worship the workings of our fingers and our hands. We we worship the wisdom of the wise and the understanding of the prudent. We worship the uh, 
the education of man, the researchers, the doctors, the physicians, the the uh, politicians, the media moguls, whatever, whomever is is in a prominent position. And we need to say, you know what? That's all dross. This is absolutely dross. Our hearts need to be turned back. And and it's a it's a purification process. It's an individual process. It happens individually in families, in congregations, in communities, and hopefully in in states and nations. But but I think our nation was at that point 200 years ago. And and when, like, for example, in, in uh, Christmas on, in uh, 1804, uh, John Hargrove was asked by a joint session of Congress to address them on how to prepare the nation for the second coming of Christ and the Judgment Day. That's where Congress was focused back in 1804. And today, we we have pep rallies there that uh, promote the drivel of the communist uh, dregs that seems to have, have captured the hearts and minds of the people. We, we can turn back just like we were before. Our forefathers did this. This is something that, and, and you and I have got to do it. I mean, maybe you're already there, Sam, but you know what? I'm, I'm on my quest too, and, and I would admonish everyone too. In fact, I've admonished people every first Sunday of every month, we may remind you of this, to spend a day in fasting and prayer, supplicating God, on behalf of our nation, as well as any other issues. I mean, if you've got a sick child or, you, or you, you're in a financially a, a bad bind or whatever, I mean, God hears prayers. He's multitasking. You don't have to just do one thing. But I would say approach God every first Sunday, fasting and prayer, and put in that that hopper, if you will, of things we need to supplicate God on, the idea of restoring the foundation of this nation and bringing back all the things that made us a free people ladies and gentlemen what we're talking about in clear summation yes it is the precepts of men versus the revealed word of god that's the battle where do you stand we ask for dr scott bradley freedomsrisingsun.com and sam bushman libertyroundtable.com we declare we the people along with the grace of the almighty we can and will restore our grand old republic If not before, when the Savior comes, that's for sure. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. We point to the real solutions and highlight the reality of the situations that we're in on a daily basis. We call it news the networks refuse to use. We are syndicated by LovingLiberty.net. Donate, would you please? For Sam and the Good Doctor, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Thanks, Doctor.